Hello and welcome. Here to Lead is for leaders who are looking for practical insight and hands-on tools and advice on how to unleash the power in their leadership to get things done. I'm your host, Kelly Barkovas. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in today and joining me as we talk about leadership. In today's episode, we are going to wrap up uh, what we've been spending some time on. In the last two episodes, we have spent some time talking about leadership, what it means to us, how we define it. We've talked about becoming a good leader um, and the elements of aspiring to leadership, uh, studying leadership, practicing our leadership. And then in that next episode, we spent a lot of time um, digging a little deeper and developing our own elevator pitch of leadership. And we answered those really tough questions of who I am as a leader, what is it that I like to do, and how do I want others to view me as a leader? How do I approach my leadership? So if you haven't gone through those exercises, please go back and listen to the previous two episodes so that you can catch up to where we're at today. What do we do with all this? right? It sounds good. It looks good on paper. But what does it all mean? Like, why would anybody hire me? Um, what good is all of it? And I'm going to tell you a little story about this woman, uh, this friend of mine that I've had since college. And for purposes of this exercise, I'll call her Jan. It's not her real name. But Jan was always more interested in appearances than I was. For example, on Sunday mornings when most of us rolled out of bed and showed up at the dining room in sweats and ponytails just before they shut down the bagel and cream cheese station, Jan walked in with her clean hair, perfectly scrunched curls, eyeshadow, mascara in place. She had her acid-washed jeans and Benetton sweatshirt on. She cared how she looked all the time. And, you know, that's just who she was. And she couldn't wait to get her own house someday. She knew exactly, she's just one of those people. She knew exactly what she wanted, how many kids she was going to have, where she was going to live. She had her whole life planned. And so uh, about 10 years after college, um, her and her husband and four kids, she had four little kids, they bought their dream house. And it was a very lovely four-bedroom colonial. It was on a cul-de-sac in a quiet neighborhood. Um, It was like what you would see in a Hallmark movie. And when you walked into her home, you walked in the front door and the family room was on the right, which led into the den in the kitchen. And that's where the family spent most of their time. They watched TV in there, you know, obviously ate their meals, cooked, played games, did their homework. When, you know, you came in through the front door, the stairs were straight ahead and took you up from the foyer to the bedrooms. All the bedrooms were upstairs. It was very classic colonial. And then on the left side of the front door was the fancy living room. This room was off limits. No one was allowed in there, not her kids, her dogs, not her husband, not her friends, including me. Um, and it was stunning. It was. It had pale gray carpet, a sofa and chair that had a flowered pattern, soft colors. This was the, the late 90s. And a large formal dining room table that was always fully set with linens, china, silver, water goblets, wine glasses. And it had a centerpiece that changed with the seasons. The room was always ready for a photo shoot, it looked like, you know, just like town and country was going to show up at the front door at any moment and want to do a spread on her fancy dining room. And she was so she was so intent on maintaining this perfect room that every night before bed, she would vacuum the carpet that 
nobody had walked on because nobody was allowed in the room, but she loved to see the vacuum cleaner lines in the plush carpet. So every night before she went to bed, she would start at the far end by the kitchen and she would vacuum the whole room and finish right at the entrance to the foyer so she could turn off the vacuum, turn out the light and walk upstairs to bed without having to step on the carpet and leave footprints. And then she could wake up in the morning and she'd have fresh vacuum cleaner lines in this carpet that no one in this room that no one was allowed to walk in. And I never really understood the point to all of this. You know, they spent, Jan and her husband spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this home. They spent thousands more decorating this fancy room. They called it a living room, but nobody could live in it. It sat empty and idle. And to me, it was a waste of money and space. Why have that room and all these beautiful things if no one is allowed to enjoy them or to experience the benefits of them? And what does this have to do with leadership? I've seen people and worked with people who treat their leadership the same way Jan treated this room. They invest time and money in becoming a good leader. They acquire the skills they need to be successful. They attend seminars. They read all the books. They take classes. They get these big positions with the right titles. They've got it all on paper. It looks good. It's beautiful. But their leadership is wasted because they are not effectively using it on a daily basis or allowing their teams and organizations to benefit from it. Living rooms are meant to be lived in, to be used, to get dirty. So is leadership. Leadership is meant to be used. Being a leader is more than the position you hold, the title you have, the degree you've earned, the money you make, the size of your company, department, or team. It's so much more than appearances and fancy corner offices. It's, it's really more than your elevator pitch. It's more than those things that we've spent time talking about. Being a leader is only useful, practical, and meaningful when it's used in the daily practice of getting shit done. If I'm going to be blunt, that is what we're here for. We're here to move people forward. We're here to create change. We're here to build where there was nothing. And so where I want to spend the balance of these podcast episodes is talking about how to leverage our leadership to get shit done, to use our leadership for effectiveness and power. We want to avoid the fate of the fancy living room, and we want to use our leadership to execute strategy, affect change, and drive results. Because at the end of the day, that is what we're here for. So I really encourage you to tune in. If you haven't done these initial exercises, before we go any further, go back through the lessons on um, defining leadership, thinking about how you've aspired to be a leader, how you've studied, how you've practiced, and what your plans are to further develop. And if you haven't done your elevator pitch yet, go back and listen to that episode and get that done. And then we're going to move forward. And we are really going um, to talk about how leadership is meant to be used. What good does it do to sit in your office alone with your amazing hard-fought leadership skills? Are you really a good leader if no one sees it in practice? You know, it reminds me of that saying, if a tree falls alone in a forest, does anyone hear it? That's how I feel about leadership. I mean, you could be, you could have it all on paper, but if you can't put it into practice on a daily basis to actually get the work done, to get the right things done, to get the important things done, to move things forward for your organization, then it 
does no good. It is empty. It's idle. It's a waste. And so that's how this podcast is going to be a little bit different than maybe some of the other ones out there. And that we're we're going to get really practical. We're going to talk about some hands-on things that you can put in practice on a daily basis. So that's it for this episode. Super short and sweet. You can check out kellybargamas.com slash podcast if you want to listen to some other episodes or send me an email. Um, But please subscribe, share, review this podcast. And uh, we'll talk soon. Take care.